probably one of the biggest things that I learned about doing student works is how to be responsible. You know, a lot of people have drive. A lot of people, you know, want to go out and, you know, run big teams and do a lot of really great things, but you don't understand that there's other factors at play. So when you do student works, what I, what I appreciated about it is that you become responsible to your staff, responsible to your customers, making sure you deliver a quality product, and then ultimately you become responsible to yourself. So today I've been able to grow quickly and kind of rise up the ranks in my own company, not just because it's small, but because I'm responsible for all those three things. I care about my staff, I care about my clients, but you know, ultimately I care about my own growth as well. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Ryan Nagy, is our guest on the program today, the leaders of tomorrow. Ryan is a powerful young leader. He left the student works program coming right out of school and joined risk control technologies. Risk control was developed, uh, co-found by one of our former alumni, David Hanley. And he actually reached out and was looking for a young, amazing alumnus and connected Ryan and David And uh, when the company was about seven people, and now they're 45, and Ryan is leading a group of 15 people, and they expect to grow significantly over the next couple of years, and they're actually been reaching out to the program to find more people from our program to assist that growth. The one really great thing that I heard Ryan share was just how important responsibility is as a success factor. And, you know, I can't wait for you to hear what he had to say about responsibility. It really is awesome. So thanks so much for tuning in. And here's the podcast. Ryan, you were saying that, uh, that you started right from the University of Guelph and you, you started with risk control. Yeah, two days after. Right. It was funny. I, I remember you reached out for me, uh, to me, sort of saying, hey, um, you know, do you know anybody? And, and it was interesting because just a, a couple of weeks earlier, Dave Hanley, who uh, was the co-founder of Risk Control, reached out to me and said, hey, do you know any young guys? We're, you know, six or seven people. We really think we have a, an amazing company and we really need some young drivers to come drive this machine forward. Yeah. Yeah. It was incredible how it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you tell me what, what does risk control do? And, um, you know, why don't you tell me some of the things that, that you've done in the, uh, in the business? Sure. So RCT, uh, risk control tech, it is a, we're a software company. We work with solely insurance carriers. So we operate in a bit of a niche market within insurance where loss control risk management utilizes our software to do their job. So end-to-end loss control, we automate their process from the time they get up in the morning to the time they close off for the day, they're using our application. So when I started with RCT, we were, like you said, about seven people. Um, And I worked directly with Dave Hanley, who was one of the co-founders of the company. And we talked about growth and insurance being you know, quite a, quite a large market in North America. There's a lot of companies that we could target. So from day one, 
I worked on the operations side, implementing the software, uh, working as an account manager. So really uh, protecting our revenue year over year. Over the last couple of years, my role has expanded a little bit, whereas now we are about 45, 50 people. Um, I am the manager of our customer experience team. So today I oversee our delivery. So anytime we get a new sale, actually taking that software and running the project. So I have a team of project managers um, who work for me. Then from there, I also manage our account management team. So after the project is done, until the life of the contract, which we have a pretty good, uh, pretty good turnover rate. Right. Our account management team protects that revenue. So a lot of relationship building, a um, little bit of upselling, but it's really about protecting that revenue, making sure that they're getting the most out of our tool. And then from there as well, I also oversee our support team. So application technical support, if they have issues or concerns, defects with the software, I have a team that will work with them to correct it. So right now I have about 15 people on my team and it goes through the entire people side of the business, what I typically say. Right, right. And so Ryan, in the business serves clients right across North America? Right across North America and a few overseas as well. Okay, okay. And so and how many competitors are, are competing with you in the marketplace? We have a couple of big competitors out there. Um, there's a couple of little guys too that are starting to pop up. There's really three or four big players that we see out there. We've been pretty blessed and we've done very well in the market. We seem to be just taking over right now. Right. And the company's growing about 30% year over year. So it's very exciting. Wow, that's fantastic. And, and so what are some of the biggest challenges that you face in doing your role? So right off the bat, when I started, um, the biggest challenge that I had that my team still sees today is age. Um, the insurance market is uh, dominated by you know people in their late 50s and 60s. And when you're coming in out of school, trying to work with some of these individuals, it was tough. Mm -hmm. So part of part of the benefit or part of you know whatever it means of being younger is that you understand technology. And our team does a lot of we we're not insurance people. We don't pretend to be insurance people, but the ability to connect with them, understand them you kind of get rid of that age barrier right away. But starting out at a school, that was a challenge. Um, continues to be for certain people on my team, but um, it's one of those things that the more you know, the more you become you know, professional, um, it just seems to disappear. So, but that, that was definitely a challenge out of school. Yeah, I know. And, and, and obviously it really is about creating value, right? You create value and people really don't care how old you are. Right. It's like, yeah, exactly. You're making my job better. You're helping us make money. You're helping me deliver what I need to deliver to my company. So, what skills or habits are you using, you know, that you develop with the Student Works program? So, part of the part of the, one of the biggest things that I learned about doing Student Works is how to be responsible. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people have drive, a lot of people, you know, want to go out and you know, run big teams and do a lot of really great things, but you don't understand that there's other factors at play. So when you do student works, what I, what I appreciated about it is that you become responsible to your staff, right? responsible to your customers, making sure you deliver a quality product, and then ultimately you become responsible to yourself. So today I've been able to grow quickly 
um, and kind of rise up the ranks in my own company, not just because it's small, but because I'm responsible for all those three things. I care about my staff, I care about my clients, but you know, ultimately I care about my own growth as well. Right, right. Well, I got to tell you, it's funny hearing something so basic, but it isn't, right? It's so basic, but it's so important, right? Responsibility. I will be responsible, right? And and I know for you running, you know, your first $100,000 business at, you know, 18 or 19, however old you were at the time, you know, again, you're taking on just an enormous amount of responsibility. And as a result, it doesn't surprise me that that continues to sort of move on, right? You know, now you're now you're managing, you know, 15 people. So that doesn't surprise me at such a young age. Yeah. And- you know, part of, you know, part of what you learn in that program too, is that you got to work hard, but one of your core values is work hard, play hard. Right. And, right. Um, you know, at, at the time doing student work, and I, I always say this, it was a ton of work. You had to, yeah. you had to hustle, you had to work your butt off, but if you wanted to do well, if you want to be a top performer, you know, you had to be responsible. You had to manage your time and you had to do it. So I, um, those, some of those values that I'll never forget. Right. No, that's, no, that's awesome. How connected are you connected to alumni in the program? Uh, you know, past people that you did the program with? Yeah, there's quite a few. Um, there's still a couple, couple people that I'm very close with that I did the program with. Right. Heck, I've even hired a couple in this company. So. Oh, have you? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually recently I reached out to you too, because we're looking for, you know, some young top performers and, um, I've always said that if you can if you can kill it at student works and if you're showing that hustle and that drive and the ability to connect with people, I'll hire you. So Yeah. I think it's cool to stay connected. Yeah, no, no. And and you're right. It is great. And I know we were sending out your job opportunity through our alumni network and past DMs and et cetera, hoping to uh to find a find a match uh, for your organization. So if you think back to you know, if someone were considering venturing out into the entrepreneurial world, you know, in a young student, what, what sort of thoughts would you have for them about considering that? So I think it's great. I think, um, you know, a lot of people are afraid to jump into something like that because they're worried about what could happen. Um, you know, there's a lot of cheesy quotes out there about if you don't succeed right away, it's not a bad thing. Right. So, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, you know, going to school, um, even outside of school, I think it's important to get yourself out there to try to hustle and to stay determined because, you know, just because you knock on one door and they say no, doesn't mean the next one won't say yes. So I think, um, I think there's a lot of opportunities out there and you just got to be hungry enough to go after them. Right, right. And I'm sure, you know, just knowing you and and how entrepreneurial you are and your, you know, and what are your thoughts about, obviously, you're working in this fast growing business, there's lots of opportunity, gosh, you started, you know, in a group of seven, now there's 45, and you're managing and leading 15. How do you look at the opportunity, you know, down the road or whatever to run something on your own versus continue to stay in an amazing opportunity that you've got? I've said from day one, even starting at this company that my end goal will be to run my own company. Right. Part of what I've learned and and continue to learn every day working with this company and how fast we're growing, it's how to deal with people, how to deal with a rapidly growing environment, how to scale and how to do it in a healthy, healthy way. So um, that's still my goal. Uh, But I think there's a lot of lessons that I'm learning right now that'll help me do that one day. 
Right. Okay, great. So it's just, it's just like going and saying, Hey, why don't I, I learn from these amazing entrepreneurs and leaders that you're working with? Right. That makes so much sense. So what have you done for, for personal development, you know, uh, and, and continued learning Ryan, you know, once graduated from Guelph. Part of, I mean, part of what I said earlier about being responsible to yourself is I think you have to learn um, and you have to continue doing so every day. Mm -hmm. There's quite a few management courses that I've been taking, um, continue to do so as my team grows, even at our company, we're expecting 2019, 2020 to be a a very big um, growth, big couple of growth years. So um, focusing on myself, focusing on um, different skills. I've, I never was a technical person coming out of school, um, getting into software. I couldn't tell you, you know, what a line of code meant to save my life. But, um, you know, as I've continued to expand my role within this company, I think technology, software, there's so much information out there. So I've been immersing myself on technology and where it's going and how to actually write and understand it. Um, so not just the people side of things and business, but also the fundamentals of technology that I've been that I've been learning. I, I love it. I think it's very fascinating. Are you enjoying the episode so far? I'm sure you've heard the saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I've always thought that saying was inaccurate. I believe more accurately, it's who you know who think highly of you and would be willing to refer you. I want to let you know, I put together an amazing package for you. The four referability habits advantage. These habits are so powerful that when followed, they completely change the game for people and allow them to operate on a whole other level. If you're interested in getting your hands on the four referability habits advantage, just jump over to www.leaderspodcast.ca slash habits and download it for free. These habits will help you gain the respect of everyone you deal with so that you can land those important referrals in your life and business. Once again, just go to www.leaderspodcast.ca and download the Four Referability Habits Advantage. Now, back to our Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. Well, isn't that interesting? Because I, I know, I, I think sometimes, a lot of times people feel, um, again, oh, technology, oh, I don't know. And that seems pretty stressful. And I, I don't get it. I remember reading uh, Mark Cuban, who's a billionaire Dallas Mavericks, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, amongst all sorts of other companies. He basically said, starting out in the computer industry, you know, you were a computer expert if you actually read the computer manuals. Yeah. You know, so he just basically said, I just, I just read the manuals. And then I, I was ahead of people. So it's like you got in on the sales side, obviously, or the customer service side, the people side. And now it's like, well, hold on. I'm just not going to stay in my corner, right? I'm going to go and mm-hmm. keep learning, keep learning, keep learning. Yeah, there's that perception around technology where you have to do, you know, eight years of computer science to be able to understand it. Right. A lot of it is common sense. Um, and right. to be able, it's a big puzzle. So the more you learn, um, and there's always opportunities to learn, I, I think it's exciting. And it's very easy, especially in business, where people don't take the time to understand technology to um, separate yourself a little bit. So that's that's my area of focus right now, and I'm just learning more and more every single day. 
Yeah, no, and it's 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 great. It's just kind of seeing yourself as a problem solver. I, you know, I know you well, Ryan, and I know it's not something that, again, it's kind of quote unquote a natural fit. But it's just by just saying, hey, I I'm interested, and I'm interested so I can serve my customers better. I'm interested because this this obviously this whole technology space is so powerful. Why would I close myself off? But so often people do. Exactly. Like I said, there's always opportunities out there, and it's just a matter of where where you're willing to look, right? Yeah, no, that's great. Are there other areas that you're looking to sort of develop yourself or being challenged by in the in the business right now, uh, Ryan? In the business right now, um, you know, I think I think every person is different. So, you know, I don't think you can ever be the perfect leader or the perfect mentor. Uh, right. So, as my team grows, you know, I'm at 15 today. Next year, I might be 20. Year after that, 30. So, I think the ability to better connect with my staff. Um, become a better mentor, um, be able to motivate people in different ways. That's that's an ongoing thing, and I, I think that's something that I always work at. But um, definitely the people side of things, I, I still think EQ, you know, your emotional intelligence can only go up. Um, you know, not to be cheesy about it, but that's something that's always always going to be top of mind for me. Yeah, no, and I, I feel the same way. I know I've been coaching 18 to 24 year olds, literally, I guess, since I was in that age group. And and so, so, and I've never stopped and I continue to be challenged and focus on it. And then again, one of the things I always like to think about, Ryan, is every day just trying to get 1% better, you know, just get a little better, you know, in comparing myself to the Chris Thompson I was yesterday. I just want to get better. I want to get better. I want to get better. And and certainly the whole coaching, leadership, management space always is challenging. You know, there's just nothing that isn't challenging about it. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Heck, I even remember doing student work. That was a that was a big part. I mean, you're running a team for the first time. And, you know, whether it be cold callers or people marketing for you or actual painters. Um, there's always a, a human element to it. And frankly, every single person is different. So it, um, you know, a lot to learn, but um, that's, that's a big area of focus for me right now. And it's just something that I think I'll always strive to get a little bit better. Well, that's great. Well, you know, when you think of a leader of tomorrow, because that's what the podcast is called, Leaders of Tomorrow, what comes to mind for you, Ryan? Um, there, I think every leader has some key traits that you need to have. You need to be smart. Um, you need to be confident, but, you know, I think someone who's forward thinking and really someone who can connect with, you know, not just one person, but a large group of people. I think leadership comes in different forms for different people, but, um, I think somebody who has the ability to connect with others, understand how to motivate people. Um, I still think that, you know, what I do here is I don't hire people that are, that I'm smarter than them. Right. I, I want people who can challenge me. And I don't think anybody who's a leader would want somebody that's just going to sit back and not continue to push themselves and push you a little bit further, too. So um, I guess it's a loaded question, but I think somebody's got to be able to connect and push others, but be willing to be pushed as well. Yeah, no, I feel I feel similarly, you know, definitely. Uh, if, if I was only willing to, to select people who were not as intelligent as me, well, you know, you know, this business would no, be nowhere near where it is. So yeah, that's, that's not on the list. That's not on the list. So, no, I love recruiting amazing people and then and then developing them, right. And, and again, it takes a, a sense of humility, 
right? And a sense of, you know, honesty about your strengths and weaknesses. And, and, and again, just, hey, what's it about? It's about serving our customers. It's about getting the goal. It's about having everyone win. And I can just sense, and I've always sensed that about you, Ryan. Again, it's, it's just, it's not all about Ryan. Right. It's about the customer. It's about the business. It's about, you know, everybody, you know, the, the whole pie gets bigger. And a lot of times people don't see that. But, you know, success is as when we're all winning, we're all winning and the pie's getting bigger and bigger and we're growing and growing. And again, I, I sense by the things that you're sharing today, that's that's just how you feel. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, the people on my team, we, we typically not to say that we hire young Um but if I find somebody who's out of school and I think is going to be a rock star, you know, we'll bring them on board. And a lot of things can be learned and taught. And as long as you're constantly mentoring, um, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer. Maybe not everybody likes this, but um, in constant feedback. So whether whether good or bad. Yes. So even, you know, when I go, we, we travel quite a bit around North America, just visiting our clients. And, you know, I'll get up and I'll do a presentation and I'll ask my guys you know, give me some feedback. And everybody always looks at me and kind of raise their eyebrow like, shoot, I don't want to say anything bad to them. But I won't let them go until they give me some feedback. Because, you know, as much as I do that to my guys, I expect the same thing. So, you know, I think it doesn't matter if you're first day in the job or been here for 10 years, you should always challenge people and make sure everybody's getting better. Because it's not, uh, not all about, you know, your boss or person ahead of you. Yeah, no, and it's not all about, you know, sort of just everything's good. And uh, I just made a presentation on the weekend and uh, my, my VP came up and said, oh, hey, you're interested in some feedback, as always. And there were a couple of things that I went, oh, did I, okay, okay. I said something, I thought it was great, but upon reflection, it was like, oh, I could see that that may not have landed the way I wanted it to. Okay, I didn't see that. Okay, great. So again, you know, we can only see so many things, right? It's kind of the the blind spot, you know, and 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 just being cognizant and really what it does as well is it helps helps people again see that humility, see that everyone wants to grow and and gee, you know, Ryan, I think you're 27, so to think that somehow it, you know, oh, just because you're the senior leader doesn't mean you don't get to grow is crazy, right? You know, I'm still growing and growing every day. So yeah. If I wasn't growing, I wouldn't be here. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and that's no, that's interesting as well, and and I'm not surprised by that. Like your sense of you know the whole being here as an entrepreneur, or you know obviously being here in a key role in this in this business. But that's one one of the great ways to look at it is, hey, am I growing? Am I getting mentored? Am I getting developed? You know, and then hey, uh, yeah, I want to stay because you know one thing I always like to share is people, you know, people quit managers, they don't quit companies, right? Like that's something that's really key. Yeah. Yeah. And I take that to heart too, because, you know, with my team, um, I have the same thing, right? I have people who went to school for computer science. So who are way smarter than I am and know things about technology that I couldn't even begin to tell them. Right. But the ability to, to take that information and then put them in a path to continuously grow, even if it means um, going outside of your comfort zone a little bit, it's important. So part of you know, I take that line to heart where people quit their managers because, um, you know, I think that's important when you have a team, whether it's one person or a hundred people. 
Well, that's awesome. Well, well, uh, you know, Ryan, thank you very much for spending time on the podcast with us. Uh, you know, I'm going to make a commitment to reach out to our team to go find another amazing person for your business and uh, your, your team of people over there. Continue growing that business and, and you continue growing as well. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate you having me on. Hey, leaders. We've got a ton more interviews like this one coming up in the next few weeks. So if you're listening and you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to Leaders of Tomorrow. If you enjoy our content, please give us a share on your Facebook feed, or better yet, tell your three most driven and entrepreneurial friends about this podcast, so they can join us in discovering what set these powerful business leaders apart from the crowd at such a young age.